0: Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, When will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. The Gospel of the Lord. In this universe, there is a much smaller universe where Jesus is the king. It is the universe of our hearts. And there is someone much smaller in that universe who aspires to greater heights. That's a curious paradox. Do you know who that someone is? It's our ego. Our ego battles to be the king and pretends to be the king of all the surroundings where it dwells. That is why, yesterday, I suggested looking up to the sky to realize, at least for just a second, what we really are. Looking out into the sky at night does a world of good. We can not only gaze at stars, but also realize how insignificant and tiny we are in comparison to the immensity of the universe. However, in our own little universe, we often believe and consider ourselves the kings. Our life is that internal struggle to discern who will reign in our hearts, whether it be the rightful king or the tiny king who suffers from delusions of grandeur that is to say, our inflated ego. The ego, our ID, seizes and rules more hearts than we can imagine. It even appropriates the hearts of religious people, of those who claim to have faith. Those hearts don't realize that they are letting themselves be governed by someone who is not worthy. In the long run, the ego makes us feel exactly how we don't want to feel, alone. The ego only serves his own and also expects everyone to serve him. The ego, that hidden king, that pretender can feed, give water, clothe, and practice other works of mercy. However, it only acts under the guise of egotism. Our ego doesn't recognize God as the rightful king. Today, glimpses of the gospel teaches us three attitudes that must be adopted. The first attitude is not to place our trust in present events. The second is not to be so curious about what is to come. And the third is not to trust in those who come in Jesus' name and can deceive us. If we want to use the positive form, it reads, Put our absolute trust in the Lord, put our hope only in Him, and be able to spot fortune tellers who predict catastrophes and the end of the world because they can be deceitful. Let's take the first attitude Put our absolute trust in the Lord Before the awe and wonder of the crowd At the splendor of the temple in Jerusalem Jesus predicts that all shall pass All the wonders in the world Including the best works of man Shall pass For this reason It's not worth creating our own little gods In material things Jesus relativizes the value of material possessions As it happens with the temple of Jerusalem today The Jews were left without a temple and therefore without a place to worship God. That's why they continue to have their wailing wall as a place of prayer and pilgrimage where they mourn for the loss of their temple. We Christians have temples to manifest God's presence throughout the world, but for us, Jesus himself is the temple of God and we, the church, are his body. That is why an absolute catastrophe could take place. All the temples could collapse. Yet our bond with God the Father won't ever be broken. We are the living stones that build the new temple. It's radically different to know that the first place where we find God is within ourselves. It's different to know that God dwells in us if we let him reign, isn't it? We needed to explain the first attitude in order to be able to understand the second. Put our hope only in God or don't be curious. What's the point of being so curious and concerned about when the end will come? and how it's going to be. It's not worth it. If we are convinced that everything shall pass and no matter how it turns out, God, the owner of everything, and the king in this story will always be by our side, there's no need to worry. Those who hold high expectations about their future don't know how to live in the present and don't trust in the presence and power of God. All the street preachers and soothsayers that are wandering around, all the tarot card readers All those who claim to know what will happen in our future, or what our destiny will be, have mastered the art of manipulation and deceit and satisfy our curiosity about the future. Trusting only God and His Word is difficult, but it brings us consolation and peace. Last, beware of false prophets and be able to spot them. There are thousands of people who have already made predictions about what would happen and when. Sometimes, Some Catholics waste their time and energy on such things. They don't do it out of malice, but out of ignorance. They haven't listened to what Jesus said. Do not follow them. Let's not follow anybody but Jesus. All the rest shall pass. Only he will remain. Let us be able to discern. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Descend upon our hearts and remain forever.